Two squads were hex contiguous, a chain of three with SMC, nine adjacent to a unit in line of sight, even at night. A twenty-five point two three chive, no HOB, nor a bad C, just IPC, no LLTC, no pin result, move by impulse, cover lots of ground, enemies found into their hex, it gets complex. Russians, they send men without end into the fray most every day. Rushing headlong. Hi, Santa. Well, hello ho, 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 there, little boy. I'm so excited for Christmas, Santa. I've oh. been a good boy. Well, I hope you've been a good boy. <laughs> I love getting gifts. Oh, we're all excited for Christmas and love getting gifts. Oh, what is it? What is it that you would like, little boy? A, a, a fire truck? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, maybe a po ho ho go ho 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 stick. Mm, no, not really my thing. Oh, maybe we'd like a little dolly. I mean, <laughs> it is the modern era. <laughs> no, that's not really what I want. Well, just what would you like? <laughs> I'd like advanced squad leader. Ad advanced squad leader? What is that? No, advanced squad leader. It's a tactical level ward war game originally marketed by Avalon Hill Games that simulates actions of approximate company or battalion size in World War II. It's a detailed game system for two or more players, with solitaire play available also. Components include the ASL rulebook and various games called modules. ASL modules provide the standard equipment for playing ASL, including geomorphic map boards and counters. The map boards are divided into hexagons to regulate fire and movement and depict generic terrain that can represent different historical locations. The counters are cardboard pieces that depict squads of soldiers, crews, individual leaders, support weapons, heavy weapons, and vehicles. Oh, ho, ho, ho. well, did you say cardboard counters? Yeah, they're cardboard counters. Oh, well, I'm afraid we can't. You won't be able to get that, Sonny. That's a, a choking hazard. Everybody. Hi, everyone. Guess what? It's time for holiday cheer. Thank you for joining us for a special holiday episode of the Two Half Squads. That still is going to be episode number 131, because Dave has to number everything. Can't possibly have just a holiday special episode. No. Which means the next episode, we'll, we'll also announce it as 131, but it'll be 132. We'll push it back to January. We've been talking about this for an hour, right? <laughs> We're trying to get it straight. Very complicated. We don't really do complicated stuff very well. We don't. Yeah. However, this is the one and only podcast in the world dedicated to the greatest game in the universe. Advanced Squad Leader. It's your holiday cheer episode of the two half squads. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for Merry joining Christmas, us. Happy and Kwanzaa. Etc. And all those others. And we'll... <laughs> 
What have you been doing lately, Jeff? <laughs> well, we're just... Ow. Oh, <laughs> did you? I kind of like... I'd right, rather out of my... Ow. Oh, stop doing that. Yeah, Guy with the whip. Standing too close. I know some people that would like that, though. Well, we do have special music throughout the whole episode. You just heard Carol the Bells by the two half-squad singers. Very well performed, I I might say. And we think later on, Piano Man will appear to do some Christmas piano music in the background for us. Probably during the whole show. Yeah. Maybe Organ Man will show up (laughs) with his organ. (laughs) You never know. Accordion Man might, might show up. With his accordion. So we're we're coming, we're hard on the heels of Thanksgiving today. Are we going to have to talk over this music the entire time? Yes, episode? we are. We can turn it down a little more. <laughs> I feel like I'm competing with well, the Boston Pops. You are, but when it ends, we'll let it stop for a minute, and we'll talk some more, and then we'll add Boston some new music in later. Pops. I think, you know, for Christmas, we should buy ourselves some pop filters for our microphones. Those. Yeah, ow. Ow. <laughs> Pop guards, pop tarts. I don't know what they call them. You know, you put them in front of your microphone. You keep your pop wind from popping. Windscreens. Oh, windscreen. Are they called windscreens? Oh, they might be. Or old socks. Yeah, old socks. We could just do old socks. You know, that's a good idea. Right we could there. do our little arts and crafts thing and uh, and figure out how to make windscreens out of old socks. Yeah. I'm all for that. So you're. Uh, you're back from Thanksgiving hey, vacation, also, uh, sure obviously. Are. Yeah, from Ohio. Yeah, and putting up the Christmas lights today. Oh, and it was and very nice weather today. Yeah, we didn't get the exterior lights finished, so darn that cold weather's coming tomorrow. And what have you been up to, Jeff? Well, uh, we also had Thanksgiving at our house, but we didn't eat here. We decided no cooking this year. We're going out. Crap, the kids. We're going out. Did you go out and get one of them ducks at the Chinese restaurant? Like, no. It's a Wonderful Life? No. Wait, that's the wrong film. Yeah, the Christmas, Christmas story. story. Yeah. No, we went to a local place called the the Palm Court, and it's oh, it's yes. very fun there because most of the people that eat there are over 80. Most yes. of them lived through World War II, probably. Uh, I, yes. And they yeah. all dress up really nice. Were you underdressed? They do. They dress up nice, and they roll in on their various wheeled vehicles. <laughs> and boy, did we see a lot of wheeled vehicles coming through there. Wow. Is that restaurant going to survive when they all pass away? Probably. Because actually the food is good. It's expensive, but very good. Yeah. Very, very good. And they served a nice turkey dinner and uh, delicious cocktails and friendly people. And it's, you know, it's a cozy old people's atmosphere. Excellent. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. And we didn't have to cook and we didn't have to clean up. I I like that. We had more time for squad leader, (laughs) but we didn't play (laughs) squad leader. Yeah. Family squad leader time. We almost actually came home to and played Pandemic. Almost. Oh, Does that count? It's close. Yes. Yeah. Close enough counts when you're talking about um, worldwide viruses. Yeah. Pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my daughter uh, changed her mind and fled. She did flee the scene. Okay. So here we are. Did you do any shopping? Uh, Christmas n- shopping? No, not really. We're not too Black into that. Friday? Yeah, good. No, not at all. Yeah. Our numbers were down, I heard, on the shopping thing. Oh, you're such... The news wah, said... Wah, you know, you ruined my whole season. <laughs> yeah, like... Oh, that the means. stores are down. Wah, wah. Hey, that's a good thing. Yeah. Fewer people were trampled. Well, that's good. 
Yeah. It would have been fun to go to the game store, actually, and just see. I don't wonder if they had door busters over at, at Games, Games Plus. Games Plus. Uh, I don't think so. Like but a dollar we, off on we, uh, ASL uh, Starter Kit 2. We did go to uh, Sushi Station. Have you done that one? No. Restaurant? You, no. For shopping? The sushi, yeah, shopping for lunch. It moves on a belt around the uh, big ring, kind of like the choo-choo restaurant with the train it goes around. But yeah. it, it's a, like a conveyor belt. All the sushi's in there, and you lift up. You all sit around the, this conveyor belt, and you lift up the plastic hatches and take out your sushi while it's on the move. And then they add up the plate costs, pink plates, blue plates, purple ah, yes. plates. Each cost different amounts of mm-hmm. money. And that's quite the uh, thing. It was really packed in there. Oh, I'll bet. Quite a wait, and there's something I think a bit garish about the whole. I don't know that Japanese modern. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever been to a Japanese store over there? The yeah, Tsua and stuff. And yeah, is it kind of garish, like white with bright colors all over it, and kind of the decor? Yeah, you don't like that. Uh, no, it's just not Not warm subtle. and inviting. No. Yeah. There's something cold about it. Yeah. Right, right. Which is interesting, because the sushi was certainly fine, wonderful, great food. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad of that. But I, I don't know. I'd wa- I think I want to eat sushi in a in a sterile, clean atmosphere. Well, it's I very... Don't really, you know, at uh, at the Palm Court, it's warm and inviting, but uh, and it's kind of dark, and it's probably because you don't want to see the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's clean too. No, I don't know about the sterile. It, no? it does. It, ha- it has a hospital feel to the. Yeah, well, it's probably the lighting station. they're using. You know, they yeah, use halogen, right. not halogen, but they're using the LED and those kind of lights, and they're they're not warm. They're still working on it. Yeah. Hey guys, would you hold it down? There you go. Okay. Maybe it's louder in my headphones than it is on the. Could be. Yeah. Because it's like I'm know. right in the studio with the Boston ops. Well, what do we have for the show today, Jeff? we got a lot of great stuff going on today at the Two Half Squads. Action Pack 10. You know, I can't believe it's almost the end of the year. We've got probably 24 episodes under our collective belt. Uh, I think this is the first year we've done two, two a month and achieved it. It could be. Yeah. Although some years we did three and then one. But, I mean, the whole we would end up the whole year with like 18, 19, oh, 20. When, I think we've ended up 24. the year with 24. Well, here we go. Yeah, it's exciting. Good for us. Yeah, a couple more shows and we're one-third of the way to 200. Yeah. And still people are listening. And, and we're sure of that because we're getting, we get mail. We do get mail. Is it time for some listener mail? I think it is. Let me pull up the listener mail music. What's the name of that song we always use? The Typewriter. Ah. Another great song by Leroy Anderson. Or Leroy. And now it's time for... Listener letters. Listener letters. Listener, 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 letters. Listen, listen, listen. Write us, 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 write us. And would you like to read the first letter, Jeff? No, I'm just thinking, you know, for Christmas, I think I'd like a typewriter this year. Replace my old, that computer I've got, that computational device that I'm using every day, all day long. Yeah, but remember the problems with the whiteout? We talked about that yes, we either did. last show or 
the next show. Yeah, but uh, that's fine. I don't care. All right, we've got a letter here from... Well, can I interrupt and say this... Yes, you can. ...podcast is brought to you by generous donations from listeners like Dennis... Very much like Dennis. And Matt. And... Uh, and Tom. Listeners like Nelson. And Judy. And Billy. And Tommy. And Marcy. And Stephen. And Stephen. We thank you for donors for your wonderful donations. From the bottom of our pure beef heart, thank you very much. You make the season so much brighter. <laughs> well, they do. They do. They do in their own way. So you've got some letters there. What's our who, our first letter is from? My letter screen is updating even as we speak. From Dennis? Yes, the most in, interesting man in ASL. The one above that. Of course. Oh, that's a reminder. We do have a contest going on, and Dennis is the only one who's entered it. To send us more lyrics, is that the right word, or, or uh, statements about the most interesting ASL yeah. seller in the world. More Remember ideas, that? yes. Yeah. So, come on, listeners, step up to the plate, or we're going to have to end this thing in January for sure. Yeah. And please, Dennis is the only entry. Please do the work for us. We don't want to do the work. Uh, Dennis writes to us. Just last month. Hi, guys. Glad to see the review of LFT's Deluxe Pack number one on your show. As a side note, there's some errata on the LFT site, namely for the three-player Burmese bandits. The Japanese should have six, not three, 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 six squads. Boy, that's a pretty big mistake. I have six? Yeah, instead of three. I, no wonder I'm always losing. Well, and, pr- and we haven't played any of those yet. We'll, well have to get I, to those. That's not why I'm losing then. It'd be the dice there's, roll. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you going to hand me your computer? You've I'm not. I'm going to read off of it right up here in the air because if oh, I set okay. it down, remember, it makes that's a vibration. That's right. Noise. Okay. Should I read the rest of this? Yes, please. Uh, yes. Keep up the witty and relevant intro to the shows. We were asking if people ever... Oh, the write-ups? Write on, uh, read the write-ups that we do for the shows, and should we even bother? But several people wrote and said yes, too. Uh, Dennis says, I read them and appreciate them. They are clever, well-written, and set the tone for the show. Love it. I love, I'm feeling the love. I'm sure it's difficult to write them show after show. Please keep them as they add significant value to the podcast. I would be glad to help write them if need be. Well, we would like that, but we don't want to relinquish any control of this show. We are very stingy in that respect, wouldn't you say, Dave? Yes, except for the most important ASL in the world. Yes, in that case, greatest ASL. Bring it on. Friendly reminder, reminder to post a picture of the Hallett counters, which Done. I did in episode 128. So if you go on there and Look at our website. You'll see those nice hallet counters that Dennis made for me. Are there any entries for the contest? I'm holding back because I've won some contests in the past, so I'm taking a back seat per your request. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And by the way, Dennis, would you sit in the back and just try to <laughs> hold think, off a little bit? I think we did make a general announcement to that yeah. effect. But, hey, like we're saying, if no one else steps up, Dennis, have a go. Next thing you know, we're just going to start. Every time we come up with a contest, we'll just send him the winnings right off the yep, bat. That's what it's going to be. How much has he won this year? Like $10,000 worth of I think stuff so. yeah. about, about that. So yeah, I hope he claims that on his taxes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the tax man is not listening to the show. And I have a letter from mm-hmm. Derek. And the Dominoes? And he and he, he had, I think we had announced this previously, probably like a month or two ago by the time the show airs, but he says a reminder to everyone. He says, I'm putting out a feeler to gauge the interest in attending an ASL weekend aboard the USS Yorktown. Calculating that if 60 people commit, we could make it happen. Everything's just beginning to come together. 
Date to be determined. Location, Mount Pleasant, Charleston. Aboard the CV-10 USS Yorktown at cool. Anchor. Wow. Food will be worked out and catered. Accommodations. He tried to get the sleeping quarters on the ship in the cruise quarters, but the service is only offered to youth groups, and y'all are too old for that. <laughs> and he's working out the costs. So again, let him know. Email him at d. Ritter3 at triad.rr.com. And I think we had that linked on a previous show if if we forget to link it on this one. So let them know about getting that tournament on the ship. How cool would that be? Yeah, that sounds sounds amazing. And uh, for those of you who don't know, we do have a spot on our website where you can sign up to our, our wonderful email list. We promise that uh, we will not email you too often, but every show that comes out, we'll send out an email letting you know that the show has been published and you don't have to keep checking the website to see if it's there. And the content that goes out in the letter, we don't guarantee it, but it's different. There's always something, some little different funny thing in there, if you like comedy. Like a picture of me. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Do you want to read one from Jim Burris? I do. Quite a big announcement here. Dearest Dave and Jeff, we are indeed planning to release issue number one of the St. Louis AL Club's historical magazine. We plan to have it contain the following. Well, I'm going to put the the chipmunks on hold for this. (laughs) There we go. Thank goodness. I was just about ready to reach for my knife. So here's what comes in the St. Louis ASL Club's historical magazine. One, a 36-inch by 24-inch historical map. Woo! A two, a mini campaign game. Play on the historical map. Three scenarios played back-to-back. These may be played standalone as well. Ah. Three, a full campaign game played on the historical map. Four, eight... 12 regular scenario oh 8 to 12 regular scenarios along with design and commentary notes some historical articles ASL rules and scenario replay articles and a Burma uh, Burma maps and a timeline calendar the campaign games mini and full and the scenarios are in the design stages right now as we get a little further along with them i was hoping to get you guys involved in some playtesting oh, oh dave playtesting we could probably do that yeah and then I could get my name on a counter as long as I change my name to that uh, name that's already on a counter. <laughs> I talked to Bob Holmstrom not too long ago, and he said that he and the Palatine group would be a good playtest resource. I've been working on a number of scenarios and was going forward th- forward them to Bob after I worked out the bugs. I don't want to send them along until I've had a chance to look them over a few times myself. All right. So a new product from a new producer. I mean, that's pretty. St. Louis That's guys. a big deal. Right? They've not put yeah. out anything so yeah. far. Nothing but fun. They've only published fun. And I have a letter from James Rimmer. Hi. I messaged you in August about promoting a tournament, the Canadian ASL Open. The tournament is in Ottawa, Canada, May 15th to 17th, 2015. There's the three-day open starting Friday and a two-day novice novice tournament for those who can't commit to the full three days or are new to ASL tournaments. The info can be found at CanadianASLOpen.com. So 
Everybody mark your calendar. Canada, um, May fifteenth to seventeenth, two thousand fifteen. I'll be back in a minute, Dave. I gotta go mark my calendar. This is for all those people out there who are not yet sick to their eyeballs of Christmas tunes. Can't get enough. Bombarded wherever you go. You want to take the Jim Kloss letter? It's a little longer. I do. First, I'll pour myself a beverage. Have a beverage. Yeah, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I was sticking to the tea tonight, avoiding the soda. Fascinating. Getting rid of the belching. (laughs) But then all this holiday music, I just had to have a Heineken. You know, my wife just got back from Amsterdam. Damn her. Is that, I know. Shouldn't there be a joke in there somewhere? Mm-hmm. My, je- my wife just flew back from Amsterdam. And boy, her arm's tired. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes is... Uh, let, me, let me think if I can remember it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I took my wife to, on a trip to the islands last summer. Yes. Jamaica? No, she wanted to go. I don't know why I, love, I always love that joke. We'll have to convert that to yeah. an ASL comedy bit. No, I don't know. If hey, they, if they I had went put to play that... ASL on the islands yeah. with Jeff. Jamaica? No, he wanted to go. <laughs> if they had put that in that ASL uh, manual, yeah. I probably wouldn't be laughing. <laughs> no. But I don't know. Here, I'm having uh, some Knob Creek. Just a wee bit. Wee bit of the Knob Creek. Okay. To fetch your whistle. Alan Hildebrandt, is that the one I'm reading? No. Oh. Jim Kloss. And then we're done. Okay. This show directed by Dave Kleinschmidt. Very good direction, Dave. Thanks. Dear Jeff and Dave, I just wanted to wish you and your families a happy Thanksgiving and to tell you again how grateful I am for all your efforts in producing the podcast of my favorite game. You know, this sounds like this is going to be really complimentary, so I'm just going to pause the music there so I can bask in this. Yeah, I'm going to be basking. (sighs) The next sound you hear is me basking. I hope you were able to successfully place your pre-order for Hakapale last week with MMP. I did with Alex Key. Could it be that the greatest ASL urban legend is about to become a reality after all? I can hardly wait, especially for the included bonus of counters for Soviet Lend-Lease vehicles. That that does sound exciting. A nice touch. I actually enjoyed monitoring in real time the rapidly rising pre-order count for this module on the MMP website. Now, what does that tell you? Who rapidly rising? Rapidly rising. Hit the pre-order. I think faster than any other ASL product. Faster than a speeding bullet. They were worried no one would want Hakapale. Worried, worried, worried. And who promoted it for a year? A year. Oh, I'm sorry. For five years, five years. the two half squads. That's, right. that's who. So look. So what does that show you? If you MMP. want, look. If you want your product promoted, bring it to us, send and us. we're telling you within five years you'll be satisfied. <laughs> send us a copy, <laughs> and we'll promote it right here on this yeah. very show. Yeah. And if you have any of those windscreens, windscreens, send us those, and we will promote those as well. Or old socks. Yes. Send us your old socks. Excuse me, you caught me in the middle of a knob creek. 
The pre-order number for this module was reached in less than 12 hours. Well, that is I'm telling you. Thanks to us. Thanks to the two F-Squad. I, th- I think so. Which should be apparent to any skeptics as ample evidence of the healthy popularity of ASL. I'm pleased to announce that as of a few weeks ago, I have finally caught up on all of your podcast episodes, which raises a question. If my memory serves me correctly, in an episode from a few years back, you mentioned that you would produce an episode dedicated to the Desert War in North Africa. Did I miss this episode? No. Or did you forget this topic? I only ask because the North Africa (laughs) campaign (laughs) featuring my favorite ASL nationality, the British, seems to be absent in the recent ASL product releases. You you may stand down, Dave. We'll, We'll get to that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I realize that uh, the, the Desert War lacks some of the chrome which players have come to expect in the 44-45 scenarios. However, I've always been fascinated by the almost naval war nature of the tactics used by both sides in the Western Desert. Not to mention the assorted dramas such as the woefully outnumbered British force attacking and, anni- and annihilating a huge Italian army in 1940, the resolute defense of Bir Hakim. By a motley, did you like that? I did. Uh, yeah. Bless you. It's because I haven't had any uh, dairy today. I can say that. Bir Hakim, by a motley force of foreign legionnaires, free poles, and Jewish volunteers, the sound of the bagpipes leading units of the Eighth Army into battle on an October night in El Alamein. What a great show this is. I tell you what, we cover all the bases, don't we? We do. It's a, There's something for everybody in this show. Between the coverage, uh, back to uh, Jim's letter, between the coverage of the unique terrain and weather rules and the various characteristics of the British, Africa Corps, and Italian forces, I would imagine that you could find enough subject material for two shows. At any rate... I realize that this theater of the Second World War is largely unknown to most Americans and perhaps to many newer ASL players as well, especially with the out-of-print status of West of Alamein. I've always considered the ASL system to be not only a highly entertaining game, but an effective interactive history lesson which illustrates the sacrifices of a rapidly vanishing generation. We would do well to remember the exploits of the Allies who stood up to and eventually defeated the Axis forces in that godforsaken desert. On another topic, and in keeping with your tradition of book reviews, I wanted to share with you and other listeners a fascinating book which I've just finished entitled Ivan's War, Life and Death in the Red Army, 1939-1945, by Catherine Marydale, comprised largely of oral histories and recent interviews of Russian Army veterans, along with an engaging overview of the daily lives of ordinary Russian citizens. This book will reveal a side to the Red Army soldier which almost every other Eastern front history books fail to portray. In closing, I want to thank you both again for all your efforts in producing a fun-filled and engaging show, except for this one, and for your heartfelt promotion of our hobby. We do it. We don't do it for heartfeltness. We do it for the money. Right? I That Ivan book sounds good. It does sound good. It does sound good. And I, hey, one correction on his letter. Uh, he's referred to the naval quality of the battles in the desert yeah. idea thing. Mm-hmm. There's no water in the desert, so 
he made one mistake there. You yeah, can't there have is, any yeah. boats out, ships no, in the that's ocean true. Yeah. on the desert. So. Yeah. But there are submarines. And Jeff, what is your plan about this desert desire? Well, it's funny that Jim should write this letter because we are going to start doing some desert shows. Ahead of MMP's publication of the reissue of the game. I hope so, since they have no plans to reissue any of the desert, I don't think. Do they? Sure they do. Huh? They don't? Do they? Don't they? Do they? Well, wouldn't they? I don't know. Do they? They could. Should they? They should. I don't think they do. Wow. Are you serious? What were you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. But I, I likewise have held some fascination for the desert, and um, they're, we do have plans yes, for doing Yes, they're going to do the desert. They're going to do the desert with the Italians. Yes. Of course, yes, because there's nothing that no, says desert like Italians. They're including the Ethiopians. I'm serious. Oh, yes, that's right. We did read now. about that. Yeah, we talked about that. It just took me a while to think. Re- <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was like three years ago yeah. when we heard that announcement or something. So I would say... Maybe starting in January, we'll do a series of shows about desert terrain and yeah. desert rules and yep. desert stuff and sure. desert history and yeah, yeah, and just desert. That was what you said you were going to start that. Yeah. So. So that's coming. Something something for all of you to look forward to in the new year. Well, what's next then, Jeff? Well, Dave, could it be? It could be. What's in? The box. the box. What is in the box? Oh, look. What? This won't take too long. It's a small box. Just arrived. Did this just arrive? Yep. Oh, yeah, it's still well, warm. I can smell. Last I month can smell the mailman. We recorded this. It just arrived for me after Thanksgiving. Yeah, nice. What a nice thing. This is, of course. Everybody knows what this is. Listen. It's not you know an actual is. box. No. It's two cardboard pieces. Came in a bundle. And it's ASL Action Pack 10. Venti. No, no, that's that's 20. Does it have a subtitle or anything? The subtitle is Two New Maps and Eight New Scenarios. <laughs> oh, so it's not themed like the Italian Action Pack or Daglish's? No, it's not. But it's got a nice picture of some nice-looking young men on the front. And again, this, uh, you know, we're going to have to do something, really, seriously, Dave, about uh, box art review. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should switch just to art well, in right, general. I can't do, no, I can't do that. It's a no, photograph. No, it's, it's right. a photograph. It no. looks like a... No. <clears throat> um, we, we need to move on to the third-party products with box art review, and I will, I will get on that. Okay. It'll be coming in January. Yeah. And you have one of the boards, Jeff. Board 70. 70. Wow. Are you about done with boards, though? Well, you know... If we hit 100, yeah. we're done. Like, Yeah, I'm going to stop at 100. No more. Or 120, let's say. 200 <laughs> tops. <laughs> well, if they boards. were different, are they different? Well, I don't know. Are they... so, see, yours, that half, that bottom half... The bottom half is looks... orchards and and woods and roads, of course, oh. and a lot of open ground. Looks I mean, a there's a lot like of open ground. It's going to look like killing fields here yeah you know there's a lot of open ground there and then you got your village and then on the north side yeah a village with some stone buildings and wooden buildings now the one different thing is a lot of the wooden buildings are groups of buildings instead of single structures so they could be huts so they might be huts or they could you know they just create some more interesting lines of sight than you would with a solid wooden building 
Yeah. You know, a lot of the early ones were just pretty much a square in the middle of the hex. True. And these are a lot more ergonomically pretty buildings. Okay. You know, better architecture. But like I say, you know, the, the, you develop some maybe more interesting lines of sight with these. So that that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it's a different board. So if you if you have other ones memorized, I guess it helps. But it, yeah. it, to me, I don't know. I'm not impressed with that one. Well, Dave, I, I actually, I created this board. <laughs> this was my first effort for MMP. Well, <clears throat> I have board sixty nine. Oh, you like you kept the good one for yourself. Oh, I, I kept, see. That's, right, I kept sixty nine <laughs> for myself. Uh, why? I can see why. Well, that's it, a good one. Yeah. Well, the only well, what's unique of, about this one is again the southern portion. I suppose this is. Yeah. Down here by hexes T X Y. Uh, we have a, a valley, a very long, skinny valley, and a road going around through it and up. And so that's different. You don't have a, a skinny valley anywhere. No, that's true. And then the north half looks a lot like some other boards or some, you know, so I don't know. So I'm a little more impressed with 69 yeah. than 70. But that's the two boards you get with the Action Pack 10. And there's some scenarios. Scenarios, 93. Boys, we've been invited to lead a community sing at the community hall. Ooh. Isn't that wonderful? Fantastic. Glorious. I'm looking for ecstasy. All But perhaps this will The community that sings together. Oh, Slays together. It's down in the valley. It's as quick as I could get to it. <laughs> Is it a western song? Down in the valley? I don't know. It's not a Christmas number. It's uh, And it's not very good, and it was a long way to go for nothing. AP93, best think again. Scenario design, Pete Schelling. German, Russians, Lithuania. Mm. Did they get to the Soviets in Lithuania? I guess so. Lot, yeah, Latvia, Estonia. Uh, June 1941. Oh, yeah, first encounter as they're, yeah, the Germans are attacking in, right? Russia used to own all those. And, um, yeah, it's got some good tank action here. Tank small, action. small. It's a six-turner again. It seems to be the style these days. Uh, four tanks against three tanks, a couple DCs on the German side. So you do get yeah, an anti-tank gun and... And the Russians, there are assault engineers. There you go, kind of standard scenario. Mm -hmm. I have AP-94 also, Show of Force, designed by Michael Koch, or Koch, or Cook. we got a guy at work that's name is spelled that way, and he pronounces it Cook. Yeah, you see a lot of different pronunciations. This one, is this all at night or something? Uh, plus one LV hindrances and affected all ranges. Yep, through the whole game, so it's all shaded in. It's either nighttime or um, everyone is like just this hard of seeing. <laughs> they're, they're not wearing their glasses. All, so it's the it's the so, 141st uh, nearsighted brigade, I think. Hey, this has a sniper that's not placed on board until the start of game turn two. That's because he's lost because he doesn't have his he glasses. Doesn't, doesn't have his glasses. <laughs> and um, yep, tanks, a gun. 
some troops. More tanks than the other one. Both the new boards, though. I wouldn't be driving a tank if I wouldn't have my glasses, the glasses. on. That's probably some sort of a uh, moving violation. <clears throat> and what do you have? Or moving there? movement point violation. I have AP ninety five, which is a peach shelling original operation. Cut us off. Oh, oh that doesn't sound <laughs> I, very good. Do we even need to talk about it? This takes place in Russia in uh, on the 19th of July in 1943, Germans against the Russians. Looks like Germans set up and Russians are moving in to take over because the victory conditions involve the Russians amassing some victory points by capturing stone buildings and whatnot. Now, this this is a, kind of short. It's six and a half turns, but there's a nice sprinkling of of armor in there on both sides which uh, comes in on different turns. And then there's some ability to buy different fortifications. So there's the uh, options for the the Germans, I guess, to buy foxholes and trenches and counterwires, and they give you a certain number of purchase points to do that. So that adds a little variety to it, which increases the playability of scenarios like that. And then here's one. Oh, this looks good. Uh, AP-96, Food Fight. Food Fight. It takes place in the the Ukraine between the Ukrainian partisans and the Russian partisans. That's a first. Never seen that one. Yeah. Between the Ukrainians and the Russians. How and do you depict the partisans? I, I don't know. You use the uh, partisan counters. No. No, those are full squads. Oh. Yeah. Five three sevens? And a three four seven. And three four seven. Yeah. Okay. So they're the smaller of one of the I don't know what nationality, but yeah. yeah. And then the Russian partisans are the regular brown counters. Yes. With Cav. And there's Cav in here. That's right. Yeah, six turns. So it looks like a fun introduction, maybe, to cavalry. There's no armor in here at all. And a uh, small number of the counters using board 70, which is the one that comes in this pack, which is nice. Yeah, Let's see, and the 70. other board 70 and 69. So again, using boards that come with this. That's nice. I don't like it when they put on an action pack and it requires stuff from all these other different things. Well, I have 97. And uh, this one, the Germans win upon eliminating all four ammo dumps. I like those. And for every six German exit victory points exited off the south edge, this requirement's reduced. So they're trying to blow through, eliminate the ammo dumps, and then exit the board. It looks like there's Mm -hmm. a pair drop, but I think they may set up, I don't know, um, special scenario rule three, ammo supply counters. In the American OB or ammo dumps, four parachute counters are used as concealment markers for real ammo dumps. The other four are used to make two dummy ammo dumps. So that's kind of cool. They don't know which ones to go for. There's some dummy ones out there. This is quite different. This is peach shelling. Yeah, that's a different take on things. Yeah. Small American force, like four squads, a couple really small uh, vehicles, the M5A1s. Is that the Stuarts, maybe, with the 37L guns? And then the Fallschirmjägers come on there. With 10 squads trying to blow through it. Night rules, too. Oh. Night rules. And then I have 98. And this one actually is by Pete Schelling also. And he's taken the board, one of the boards, folded it over and laid it on top of another board. Yeah, I've never seen that before. That's also unique. That's also unique. So here, these two got some creative things going. 
And then there's a fortification and concealment purchase table to give you some variety and replayability. Yeah. Like it. Yeah, that's good enough. These are a little different. I like those, those two. Yeah, nice. I have two here. Barefoot Beating is uh, AP-99. Now, this takes place in Burma between ac- some action between the Japanese and the Chinese in that theater. In uh, well, It wasn't really a full theater, but anyway. Uh, 10th of November, 1944. This is infantry only. There's no armor in here. There's no guns in here. They're just Japanese dug in in some trenches and foxholes. They have uh, They have one... 70 millimeter gun infantry gun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and against the 10 chinese squads who need to control all the buildings adjacent to the road so pretty simple this uses board 70 and 38 nice simple introduction and unfortunately kindling is na oh. and boar sighting but i'm ready to break out my chinese counters again it's been a while yeah you should you should and we should Boresighting. I always forget to boresight. I do you ever remember to boresight? I used to do it a lot, and then I, you know, over maybe the yeah, I think I forget now. I forget Crazy. a lot, and then the last one, AP one hundred, coal in their stockings. This takes a hey, place it's a at, holiday title for our holiday it is show. perfect. Foy Notre Dame, Belgium, on the twenty fifth of December, nineteen forty four, seventy years ago. Christmas. Wow. How about that? Between the Germans and the Americans, a nice smattering on both sides of some armor. There's some, uh, there's six German AFEs and about six or so Americans and a couple of half tracks and some things in there. Six turns. The Americans win at game end by amassing more victory points than the Germans. Looks pretty basic. Uses four boards though, fold it in half and just use half of each board and then with a couple of overlays. So, but this is board 67, 79, 69, which is the same upside and upside down, you know, and board 54. So uh, it requires a little more time to set up, but it looks interesting. And it's uh, a holiday special. It nice. is. Nice. So that, folks, is Action Pack 10. And how much? We don't know how much it was. Uh, but about it, 20 bucks. So, oh, worth it. 20 bucks. Two maps. Probably, yeah. It's worth it sure. for two maps. Well, yeah. I guess so. If you like Advanced Squad Leader. Yeah, if you like Advanced Squad Leader, it's worth it. And a purple piece of paper. Instead of the blue. They ran out of the blue finally. I like the, I like the lavender. Yeah. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was a top man at his craft. But then his number came up and he was gone with the draft. He's in the army now, a blowing reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of company. Hip hooray, we're living in the USA. Welcome back, everybody, and now it's time for another episode of Quiz Show. Dave, I've got a little surprise for you. I asked somebody to join us, kind of a surprise guest. Yeah, who is it? Yeah, well, I'll uh, bring him in. Come on in. Come on in, Piano Man. Hey, Piano Man. Piano Man is here. Welcome. Sit right down there and uh, 
do your thing. Why do they call you Piano Man? Give us a, a clue. Well, that's a good clue, because he's magic fingers on the piano, yes. right, Piano Man? He's yeah. not talking tonight. He's got a... Uh, oh, yeah. Got a little laryngitis there or something. Yeah, a little bit, Jeff. <laughs> I'll just play. Yeah. Don't strain your voice. All right, Piano Man. Thanks for joining us. And so what do we got next, Dave? Well, that previous theme song music. Oh, yes, of course. That could only mean that it's Rules. Show. Slash. Okay, boys and girls, it's Terrain Time. Our first terrain up is Brush. brush. Are you ready? Brush. Are you ready? Brush. Better get that fixed. <laughs> I'm ready. Thinly wooded. Hello. Hex with dense, dense undergrowth. You're a very handsome man. That's what brush is. Brush. Ready for question one, Jeffrey? Yes, I am. Does it block line of sight? Does what block line of sight, Dave? Brush. Brush. Yes. Does it or block no. line of oh, sight? block line of sight? No. All right. Is it a hindrance? Yes, it is. You're going to ring in? Yeah. Oh. Do All I have right. to put uh What is yes? Wait a minute. I can never what, figure out yeah, how that works. Put yes. it in the form of a question. Yes. What is yes? Uh, blocks line of terrain? Block. Line of sight? <laughs> no, here comes the Knob Creek. How's that Knob Creek? <laughs> it works real good. Can you use it to groom <laughs> yourself? <laughs> to groom you. Um, a brush. A brush. No, I would say no. Okay. It just leaves debris on your clothes when you try that. <laughs> Does firing out of a brush hex affect the shot? I'm trying to think of this in a real-life situation. Okay, you're, you're, in there, in you're, the brush, in, you're in the brush. You're looking out across a open ground. Yeah. You, you have to have a plus one shoot You fire your weapon. No. No, you are correct. You can see just fine out of brush. Only between the fire and the target is the brush used, like most line of sight hindrances. Yes. Now, what is the line of sight hindrance for shooting through three brush hexes? Three. Correct. For shooting through two? Four. No. Three. No. Two. Yes, two. I knew that. I'm just, I just, you know, I like to get people all excited. Like, eh, Jeff, you don't know nothing. Does first fire movement open ground count when someone's moving through brush? No. No. It's not open correct. ground. It's brush. <laughs> Does first fire non-assault movement count in brush? Uh, it, no. You, well, wait, non-assault movement. Non-assault movement. No. Yes, it does. Always counts on assault movement. Neg one. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Okay. Right? Always? Yeah, always. Think of a case always. when it doesn't count. Yeah. Assault movement. Nope, always counts. What is the movement factor costs for cavalry? Ah, now there's a tricky one. Moving their horses through brush? Yes. Horse through brush. Uh, extra plus one. Nope, two. Well, yeah, it would be extra plus one. Yeah. Then open ground, so it'd be two. And infantry would cost? 
an extra plus one yes, as well. That's two. And may brush be kindled. Oh, I love kindling, and it's always NA. So I don't even know what what's the point of answering this because it's always NA. You're right. Let's just in the skip SSRs. That. Yeah, we'll skip that. But yeah, yes, it can. May it be baked in an easy bake oven. Now wait a minute. The brush. The brush. <laughs> In, in an easy bake oven. If you can kindle it, can you bake it in an I easy bake oven? I don't think so. Can you kindle it? I, Only if you let's... put the whole board into the oh, yes, easy bake oven. Oh, yes, of course. And then it takes two hours <laughs> to kindle it. So you got to have some time. What would be its kindling number if people were allowed to use the kindling rules? Ten. Close, nine. Yeah, that's what I meant. When I say ten, I mean nine. You knew that about me. What is its baking number? Uh, 10. No, trick question. You can't bake it. Oh, you can't bake it. That's right. Blaze spreads to it on what number? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Some of this stuff is pretty obscure obscure and arcane, even. Take a shot. Okay. Uh, What's the question? What is the spread number? Is it, yeah, the spread Uh, for the seven? Yeah, six almost. Yeah, six. When I say seven, I mean six. (laughs) That's pretty good, though. Yeah. Because the kindling, it's harder to torch it up than it to spread. Then when it once it gets going, it's pretty hot. It goes pretty, pretty intensely. good. Yeah. Okay. And what does this beautiful deep snow we have on this Christmas show or holiday show? Excuse me. Do to brush deep snow? It makes it beautiful and white. Yes, it does. And it provides a place for the bunnies to hide. But converts it to oh uh don't tell me converts it to white brush <laughs> now if they would come out with those winter boards i'm yeah, always asking for I know. that would be nice i don't know what's a conver- open ground oh okay which converts it to open you, ground but can you i mean i kind of understand that the snow packs down some of the brushiness deep snow but wouldn't you still <clears> be tripping over some sticks and things down under there and logs well, yeah, and there there is, um, I mean, movement through snow. Yeah, has deep has, snow has its own modifier. Has its own modifier. Yes, which still So applies. that would still apply. And so, yeah, all this does is, yeah, it's open ground, so it's easy to see. Yeah, you can't hide it in it, it all if down. it's full of snow. So it wouldn't be a hindrance then yeah. either. And now, rule 13. We are moving to a new terrain type. Let's say goodbye to Brush. Goodbye, Brush. Goodbye, Brush. Let's move on. Into the woods. Ah, the woods. Yeah. Into the woods without delay, but careful not to lose the way. Into the woods, who knows what may be lurking on the journey. Into the woods to get the thing that makes it worth the journey. Into the woods to see the king, to sell the cow. To see, to sell, to get, to bring, to make, to live, to go to the festival. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods, the hell of the Into the woods, yeah. we often go, and there we must be there, we know. Into the woods, Sondheim, have you ever seen that one? I haven't seen it. Oh, it's, it's coming out as a movie, though. Oh, you're right, it is. Yeah. By the time this airs, will it be out in January? I'm not sure. I don't know either. And I, I hear that's a great musical. Yeah. And what's it about? Is it um, about the It's fairy tale characters and, yeah. and how they all have to go into the woods to find these objects for the witch hmm. to solve their own problems. Ah. Uh. And the first half is all nicety nice, and they find their objects. And then the second half, everyone starts dying off, kind of thing. Ooh. 
So it all goes bad. Wow. Yeah. And the junior version I'm doing for the school this year. Oh, no kidding. Junior Into the Woods Junior. Yeah. It's only the first half. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And everybody lives happily yes. ever after. Ever after. Yeah. That's a song, too, in there. And they all lived happily ever after, ever after. I was the baker, and my wife was the baker's wife in that show. Uh, on the movie? Point what? being, no, in the theater, local community production. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. not the one you're doing with the junior this year with the junior no, kids. Nor the movie that's coming out okay. this year. It is a one-level obstacle, a woods hex. Yes. And, except for two kinds of woods, can you come up with those? James Woods. Nope. Dense woods. Close. It's really called something that starts woods. with a F. Fricking deep woods. No, I don't know. <laughs> forest. Yes. There's actually a forest rule. You know, I guess. Do you remember this? Yeah, I guess I don't remember that. I, I totally Which, forgot. It's not totally surprising, but. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't remember that. There is a forest there's rule. There's forest, and we'll get to that later. And there's another kind. Of woods. Oh, another kind of woods. Uh, scanty. Starts with a P. And you can make derby cars out of it. Pencil woods. Pine woods. Pine. Oh, yeah, pines. That's pine right. woods, which I kind of yeah. remembered there was a pine woods rule. Yes. Because I liked it, because it was like, well, we'll get to that later. So we'll okay. just have to wait to talk okay, about that. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, but I can't I know, wait. I know I'm so I excited. I can't wait, Dave. Now, those two kinds of woods are what level? Well, I mean the pine woods and the, the regular dense woods, woods are level one. Yeah, what's pine woods level? I'm going to guess level two. Yep, and forest also. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Now, if you had a woods on a level one hill, what level would the woods be at? Two. Two. That is correct. Now, what level is woods in a oh. depression hex? Like, I got to get caught up. Like oh. Okay. What level is woods when it's in a depression hex? Like the valley. No, not like the valley. The valley so low? I don't want to misinform people. Uh, I put away the valley board. Wait, 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 wait. Let me look. Yeah, check that valley board. No, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't count for the valley. So in a depression hex, like a gully, what level is the woods? Zero. You'd think, but guess what? Half. The woods go up at the sides of the depression. Oh, keeping it a one-level obstacle. Really? Yes. Whereas if you look at this valley depiction on that board, it fills the entire hex yes, it does. with a depressed area. So the woods would not be sticking up around that. Yes, around the edges. Hmm. Good. Well, okay. Hello. You, had, no, you had me. You had me at woods. You had me at hello. You had me at Hello. What is the terrain effect modifier of woods? One. That is correct. That is a plus one. That is correct. And what is the airburst modifier? Minus two. Minus one. Minus one is correct. Okay. And how do you spell modifier? <laughs> and do you do you hate people when they spell it F Y E R? Modifier. Yes. Yes. Me too. Yes, it's F I E R. Now it applies, the airburst applies to what targets? Infantry, open top um, vehicles, open top vehicles, and reindeer. Reindeer, and what other kind of vehicle? 
Well, uh, uh, non-armored vehicles. Yes, and there's another condition a vehicle can be in. Um, uh, crew exposed. Yes. And, of course, does this apply to direct fire or indirect fire? Indirect fire. That is correct. And what is the modifier of a target in a foxhole in the woods versus indirect fire? Piano man, you are rocking. He knows all the keys. Oh, yeah, I do. He doesn't miss a one. He's played all 88. Some of them more than once. What is the modifier for a crew in a foxhole for an air burst? Yep. A infantry in a foxhole. Infantry in a foxhole. Well, they're going to get a plus two for the foxhole. Yep. And then they're going to get a minus two, minus one for the air burst. Yes. So, plus one. You are correct. Would you read the last sentence of 13.3? Yes, I would. And wow. when, while I'm doing that, you can fill in our Piano listeners. Man. While Jeff turns to you say 13.3, funny I say funny things. Avocado. Mm-hmm. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Mm-hmm. Jamaica. No, he wanted to come. <laughs> he did. He did. Okay, 13.3. And, oh. Last sentence. B, 13.3. Looking it Should up right here. Should be in here. the woods section. Into the woods. 13.3 or 13.31? I think. Or 13.32 or 3. Oh, please, I hope I wrote it. 13.3? Okay, 13.3. The last sentence says, This negative... Terrain effect modifier. This is regarding air bursts. Yes. This negative terrain effect modifier is always applicable even to targets claiming other beneficial die roll modifiers, such as crew exposed, entrenchment, or emplacements, which cannot be added to other positive terrain effect modifiers in the hex. Now, what is that saying? So the negative terrain effect modifier of the air, ver- air burst is always applicable even to targets claiming beneficial die roll modifiers in the hex. So the air burst... Okay, but the last part, which... Okay, so I'm crew exposed plus two. Yeah. So I have the plus two minus one. So like the entrenchment, like your foxhole example, plus two minus one, cumulative plus one. What is that last bit? Well, I think what it's me it means is, you know, which, in, many, in many cases, if you have... Which cannot be added to other TEM? If you have multiple positive TEMs in a hex... You only take the greatest one. Oh, so if I'm in a house. Right. A wooden house. Right. I'm plus two. Right. Does the airburst count against the wooden house? No. It just means that because it always says that you only take the most beneficial modifier. In this case, the airburst is a negative modifier. So you do add it. It does accumulate on top of the positive modifier. All right, I thought that was a little confusing. It is a little bit. I thought they could have given an example like the house example. Like the house example, yeah. Thanks for clarifying. The plus one does not count versus infantry. A moving unit. Oh, this is a question. (laughs) The plus one does not count versus infantry uh, versus a... Moving infantry unit on a road slash woods hex in what circumstances? 
So it's a road slash woods hex. Mm-hmm. Woods with a road in it. The plus one terrain effect modifier for the woods does not count when. When. The infantry is in the road. Yes. It does not cross. A, if the line of sight does not cross a wood symbol and the unit is paying the road rate. Oh, okay. So if you're shooting into the woods hex and they're on the road through the woods side, it counts. It does. Okay. But not straight down the road. Exception, a vehicle is always on the road unless under a partial trail break. Okay. So the infantry can be in the woods or on the road. Now, does a vehicular overrun then... Use the plus one versus infantry if the vehicle enters at the road rate. So the vehicle comes in on the road, wants to overrun infantry. Mm-hmm. Does it count the plus one to EM <sighs> versus that infantry? I'm going to take a guess because it's either yes or no here. Yes. So Correct. I'm going to say no. It is yes. That's what I mean. And if the infantry were even like on the road, they still count the plus one. One, because you can't leave them, like, on the road at the end of their movement. It's just Ah. a rule simplification. Okay. Now, what is the movement factor cost for cavalry in woods? Well, uh, I think uh, plus two. Uh, Like it's three? Nope, four. Oh, it's four, okay. Four. And infantry for woods? Uh, two? Yes. Unless they're using the road rate. Right. May cavalry charge into the woods? They can, but their horses end up with broken noses. <laughs> yes, the answer is no. May may they leap over a woods hex, the horses? No. No, that is correct. That's a steeplechase, and there are no steeplechase <laughs> rules. And 13.41, vehicles. What is the movement point cost Without vehicle bypass movement or road movement, okay? They're not going to go around it. They're not going to go through it on a road, a vehicle. What's the cost to enter woods? There's a couple ways. I think maybe a quarter of its movement, half of its movement points. And if they do half, that is going to be leaving a, um, well, that's going to be a bog check at plus three die roll modifier. Okay. Or they can pay all all of it, and that's a regular bog die roll. Okay. So you got two ways to take your tanks ah, into the woods. Okay. Yeah. Risk it going semi-quick at a plus three bog check. Yeah. Or all your movements to slowly go in with a regular bog check. Mm-hmm. Do you often go into the woods with your vehicles? I don't. Usually because I'm in a hurry to be doing something else, and there's it's tedious. It can be slow. Yeah. Now, can vehicles use this method to move off a road and enter the woods portion of its hex? Paying all or half? Yes. Yeah, it can move within the hex. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I did not know that. And what happens to the movement point penalties for wrecks in woods? I don't think they count. They're uh, If it's on the road. Oh, if it's on the road. Yeah. It's regular... Well, let's see. Add another one. It's so it's, add, it's two for doubled, a wreck? Yeah. Which that so, could be about right. Yeah. And then if you change your vehicle covered arc, 
right. cross a non-Rhodes hexide in the woods? What happens to that changing A non-Rhodes hexide. Um, hmm. Doubled? Yes, what, it's doubled. Normal? Yeah. Yes. And rule 13.42, fully tracked vehicles. Although they already talked about vehicles, but these are just rules for... Oh, this is the half movement point. We already covered that. Oh, okay. So then 13.4... Yeah, that's right. So all vehicles have to pay all the movement points. If it's fully tracked, then you can do the half movement point. Right. With the plus three bog. Okay. For, which we're used to doing with trucks. I mean, with uh, tanks, of course, right? Yeah. Rule 13.421. Jailbreak. What is the song by Thin Lizzy that rhymes with trail break? Um, male snake? <laughs> no. Um, rail Did I stake? No. Trail break? No, rhymes with trail break. Oh, rhymes with well, I think trail break. I, I think did trail I say break it? Oh, rhymes with. When I... I think you did. <laughs> yes, jailbreak. Tonight there'll be a jailbreak somewhere in the town. Tonight there'll be a jailbreak. The boys will be around. Is that a guitar riff? I would say it. I'd say that's a riff. That's a plus two for the riff. Sorry, piano man. Yeah. Thin Lizzy just happened to be in the area, which I think is so cool. A trail break. Oh. Me and the tanks, we don't like it. So we'll use all <laughs> half our movement points to go to the woods. We got to get to the jailbreak. Uh, sure. The reframe, at least. Trail break. break. Somewhere in this woods hex. Tonight there's gonna be a trail break. Don't bog my tank down. Oh yeah, I'm gonna write those letters. Yeah, and, and you should. All right, back to Piano Man. Thanks, Piano Man, for your sure indulgence. Yeah. If a fully tracked armored fighting vehicle enters a woods hex without bypass or a road what do you place on the hex side as it enters trail break yes it rhymes with jailbreak the trail break counter (laughs) have you worn out all your trail break counters yet have I ever used a trailblade yeah, counter? Yeah. <laughs> yes, when I play Bob Holmstrom. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only yeah. time. Otherwise, no. Like, oh, he's so smart, man. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, usually when I take a tank through, it's the only tank going there, th- through there, and so I don't bother. But if there's other tanks and in, or infantry following up. He did it really well. Yeah. Yeah, it was a thin woods, right? A one-hex woods. Yeah. And a long line. So it was, like, worth plowing through that, just that yeah. one hex. Yeah. And it opened everything up for the tanks. Mm. I think the cool thing was, I think... When he came out of the woods, it entered a minefield, but that would be an infantry minefield. Maybe he had an AT minefield there, coincidentally. Hmm. Thinking his tanks were going to come around the other way. But anyway, the trail break. And it's a partial trail break, Jeffrey. It only covers the side you entered on to the center dot. Right. When it leaves the woods, it completes that trail break using the path tank the, the path the tank took. 
uh, if it turns left, you put in a curvy one. If it goes straight, you put in a straight trail break all the way through. Okay. Now, there are other tanks that can then use that trail break. How? Or what's the... Yeah, this is really... You won't know this, but do you want to try to guess? How so do they my next tank it? comes through, what do I do? What do I pay? What do I do? Um... I think like a tank going through a trail bank probably Great, pays yeah. half of its movement half points. Half is correct. Good. Um, and let's see. But no bog? No bog is correct. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. I would have thought they'd still have some kind of bog check, but they found a path. Now, does a vehicle setting up in a woods hex place a trail break? If it sets up in a, in a, in a woods? Um, if it sets up in a woods. Oh, that's a very good question. I would say yes. The answer is no. But think about it, too. I bet we missed that a lot. We can set up our vehicles, our refining vehicles, any vehicles, in the woods. In the woods. To start the game. No bog checks. Never remember that. I always just don't. I, yeah, I stick them next to the woods. Yep. <laughs> right? And they can pull out of this woods without taking a bog check yeah, when they exit. right. As long as they don't change their vehicle cover arc when they exit. You can pull straight out, and there's no penalties to set up with that plus one cover. But I think you have to use forward movement to come out. Um, yeah, I don't think if you back up, you're probably going to go into a different hex. Yeah. Woods hex, or through the woods <clears throat> backward. And over the river. Ah, to grandmother's house we go. Yeah. Sleigh ride. Now, what would happen... If you had a wreck or an immobile vehicle on your trail brake. Hmm. You'd break your trail brake. You would. You'd have to remove the trail brake counter from the board. And what if a moose appeared on your trail brake? A live moose. A live moose. Uh... Well, I don't know there, Dave. <laughs> you? Well, well, Rocky? Wait, no, I'm Rocky. Yeah. Well, Bullwinkle, you would make a you would make a moose task check removal task check. Well, that doesn't make any sense at all. That's how you'd remove the moose. Can you put a new trail break then where the old one was? Oh, my gosh. You're going to wear those out. Well, yeah. Yeah, you could. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, would you please go to your rule book? Read the last sentence of 13.4211. And our listeners at home going to grandmother's house, you can try and guess what that sentence is going to be and play your own little game while you're waiting. A fully tracked vehicle which enters a woods hex containing more than one trail break along a pre-existing trail break but remains in that hex should be placed beneath the trail break counter it used to show the hex sides it may use to exit that woods hex along a pre-existing trail break. That's why I had you read it, because yeah. I couldn't figure out how to break it down into questions. All right, so a fully tracked vehicle which enters a woods hex that already has more than one trail break along a pre-existing trail break but remains in that hex should be placed beneath it. Well, I think, yeah. So you just put it underneath the trail brake. You put it underneath, and then if you're exiting out through a trail brake side, you use that. But the point is you came in not in one of those. And you're staying in there. Yeah. So it shows that you're blocking the trail brake when you're under it? 
because two can't use it, a wreck or a mobile vehicle. Let's move on to 13.4212. Okay. Because <laughs> I, ha- <laughs> I don't know. There is no 14.21. Well, I have my next question is, Okay. are riders allowed on a trail break? Oh, in a trail break. Sure. No. Sure. Sure they no, are. I'm sorry. Sure. Of course they are. In fact, are... Yes, indeed. Are riders allowed in woods, Jeffrey? They're allowed in a trail break, so yes, they're allowed in the <laughs> No, woods. they're not allowed in the I'm woods. I'm rewriting the rules right now, well, even as we speak. Well, it makes sense if you made a trail break. Maybe you cleared the foliage overhead, but yeah. no, no. No. Okay, so not not allowed riding in a trail break. And what was the second one? Second one? And not even allowed in the woods. The branches will knock you right yeah, off at a right. tank. Yeah, So, what is the woods kindling number? <laughs> Well, isn't it going to depend on the weather conditions? All, all those modifiers apply. Modifiers? But it has a straight-up oh. number. Oh, it does. <clears throat> eight. Nine. Close again. <laughs> and That's what, what I is mean. the spreading when I say eight. number? The spreading number? Seven. Correct. Oh. Sweet. Good. I'm getting good at this. Yeah. Now, 13.6. We're getting near the end. When the paths, oh, now paths, paths, ready? Paths. When you encounter the knights who say, Nee, what must you do? Make a path. Uh huh. You must bring them a shrubbery. And you must put it next to the other shrubbery so it creates a, a path. A, a path. P- yes. A path. <laughs> it's correct. A shrubbery. A what? Nee. Please, please, no more. There we go. No more. No more. A shrubbery. Where are paths found? Between the shrubs. In the woods. Between the shrubs in the woods. Oh, yes. And what is the cost of infantry to move on a path through the forest? Oh, it's pathetic. (laughs) Just to think about it. Uh, Two. What was the normal cost for infantry to move through woods? Well, they're not moving through woods now. They're moving through a path. Oh, yeah. So one for a path. It's two for woods, Correct. one for paths. Okay. Cavalry was two. Yes. That's what you were thinking. Yes. And now rule 13.7. Forests. They exist by special scenario rule. In what kind of a woods hex? Now, if you think jungle, dense jungle, that might help you. Uh, interior woods. Yes. Hex. Yeah. I was reading that going, oh, yeah, forests. I forgot they existed. Oh, dense jungle. Yeah. Interior, sure. And how were forests different from woods? Uh, they're identical. Except for three they're, or four things. Um, let me think. They're taller. They're level two, yes. Level two, yes, which we mentioned. I would imagine they're harder to work. A walk through, so uh, maybe nope. The movement stays the same. Oh, it does. All right, terrain uh, then terrain effect modifier instead of a plus one, maybe a plus two. Correct. Okay, I think that's the same with jungle, right? Dense and light yes. Mm-hmm. And vehicles can't go in. Can't go in. Okay. Can't go in. And if you and well, you can except but then, road. Then you you lose them. You can't ever find them again. I guess you'd have to take yeah. them off the board. Yeah. Lost. Where's that tank? Lost. And then the pine woods. Now, wasn't the Ardenna forest that came through the forest? On yes. The tanks? Yes. So is this rule historically accurate? I don't know. 
Maybe the Arden was a woods. But Maybe. pine woods can be. Oh, they smell so good. Pine woods, they smell good, and you can sing Auld Lang Syne by simply changing all the words to pine tree. Huh. Would you like to hear what that sounds I like? I would, yeah. Actually, I would. Because I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time picturing it. Pine tree, pine tree, pine tree, pine tree, pine tree. Pine tree, 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 pine tree. Oh, that was beautiful, Dave. Wasn't that lovely? <laughs> that brought a tear to me. I. What's the name of that song? Pine tree. Oh yeah, catch it. Well, in honor of New Year's, everybody. Yeah. Old Lang Syne. Nice. Well done. And what are the differences between the pine trees and the woods? There are three. The size of their pine cones. Correct. It's a, a two-level obstacles we talked about before. <laughs> That's your pine cones. <laughs> Let's check out the size of your pine cones. <laughs> uh, what was the question? The oh, the pine trees. Difference. They're two-level. Two-level. I'm going to say that there is no difference as far as movement Close. factors or anything. Is there? It's one and a half. Oh. Because it's clearer under the pine tree forest, yeah. which is true. Yeah. They're de- they're, it is true. At the Arboretum, you can go. They have a great pine tree section, a huge, like, dark, like, black forest. They do, yes. Yeah. And it is easier to walk around under there. Yes. And okay. I'll give you the last one. Cavalry cost three. Okay. And roll 14, orchards. Mm-hmm. Does orchard fill the whole hex? Um, yes. Including hex sides? Yes. And remember the rule, if it's made up of dotty things, like the little then it's orchard inherent. dots or the crag dots or the, what else is dotty? Shrubbery. <laughs> no. There's more dotty things. Yes, there are other dotty things. Unlike brush or unlike woods or unlike grain. Yeah. Then, when does orchard block line of sight? When you are firing to or from a higher level. Correct. And only during what months? In season, which is uh, for an orchard, that would be... Let's see, in the northern latitudes, it's probably like uh, April? Yes. Through September. October. October is correct. Yeah, that's about right, because it's November. I still got a few trees with leaves right now. But the rest of them have dropped their leaves. And in October, they were all still there. And what is the orchard terrain effect modifier? (laughs) <laughs> hmm? um, plus one no no plus zero trick question zero is correct and what is the line of sight hindrance uh, plus one correct shoot through it yeah. each orchard hex out of season costs one plus one line of sight unless at level two or higher now this then you here now this I freaked me out 
I've been doing this totally wrong. When I have a squad <laughs> at a higher level and I'm shooting down through the orchard, yes, I think I've been kind of like adding up every single orchard hex as a plus one. <sighs> wrong. Really? It's just, is wrong. it just one? It's just one. It's just the one next to the hex that you're firing into. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. I'm okay. serious. I read I that. that. I has... read it again. I'm like, ooh, I'm sure I've been doing it. You better that go back and replay those all those scenarios. 1100 games. So, yeah, played. it's easier to hit them. Now, this is at your, if you're at a level two, right? Level two. So you're up one above. Um. Yeah, it only counts plus one if Orchard is adjacent to the target and you're at level two or higher. So not when you're just at level one. Now, maybe I'm thinking I was at level one and then I was counting them all. So maybe I'm misremembering that. But anyway, movement factors for infantry in the Orchard, sir? Movement factor for infantry? Uh, it's same as open ground. Yep, and cavalry. Same. Yep. And does it negate non-assault movement and first fire movement open ground? Uh, if you're in an orchard. Yes. Yes, it does. And what is the kindling number? Oh, uh, I got to get this right now. Easier or harder than Woods? Woods was nine. Ten. Eleven. Oh. And the spreading number? Uh, eight, nine. <sighs> hey, you're within one on almost all those except the one you got right. And wrapping this up here, orchard slash road hex. When does the plus one hindrance not apply? Plus one to shoot through the orchard. A guy's, uh, you're shooting through an orchard road hex. When do you not count that plus one? Hmm. I don't know. When you're shooting right down the road. Okay. Just like the woods. And does the first fire movement neg one apply on a road part of it? First fire movement open ground neg one. Yeah. And they're running down the road. Yes. And rule 14.7. Okay. Cactus patch. Oh, cactus patch. Yes. Yes. Don't want to land in I'm that when you you're for- doing your little uh, parachuting. No, you don't. It's designated by special scenario rule. Is a cactus patch a hindrance or an obstacle? It is a hindrance. No, it's a, wait. It's an obstacle. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's like a half-level wall. Like a... More um, like rubble, they say in like the rules. Like rubble, yeah. Half, it's a, it's a half-level. Yeah. T-E-M a plus one. Right. And it fills the whole hex. What's its kindling number? Oh, I don't know. Nah, 11. It's full of water. Twelve. Yes. And the spreading number? Twelve. Ten. Are all these spreading numbers two less than the other number? I wonder. Oh, maybe. You know, if there's a nice pattern there, you could probably memorize it. Yeah. Anyway, what are the movement factors for a cactus patch? Who the heck knows this one? Yeah. I don't know. Three times the orchard costs. Okay, I'll go with that. Is it ever out of season? No. That's correct. Does a briar rabbit live in a cactus patch? Mm. Briar rabbit. Does he live in a cactus patch? 
No. No, it's a briar patch. And may air support land in a cactus patch. Not intentionally. No. And may vehicles gain wall advantage in a cactus patch. No. Freak you out. Ready? Really? Yes. Yes, vehicles can gain wall advantage in a cactus patch. Wow. Now, in it or behind it, I'm thinking desert rules with the wall advantage behind a hillock. You know, but it doesn't say behind, it says in. It's crazy. How would you gain wall advantage? I guess guess the, the thickness of the cactus patch is so much that you can't shoot at the lower half of the tank very well. Well, yeah. In a cactus right. patch. Yeah. Got to remember that one. Of course, when are you going to ever play cactus patch? Yeah, it's not going to be all that often, really. And last one. Rule 14.8. Mm-hmm. Olive Grove. Olive Grove? You're kidding me. It's all under the orchard rules because you use orchard hexes for those things. By special scenario rule, converts an orchard to an olive grove. Like an orchard, except it's plus one T-E-M. The orchard was plus zero. Yeah. The movement factor, movement point costs are double. It's never out of season. And you oh. can gain wall advantage in the um, in an, olive grove, too. And I think you're going to encounter more olive groves than you are cactus patches. Yeah, probably so. But I don't know. Have you have you played olive groves? Yes. Yeah. I don't recall. But I think I played cactus patches like once or twice. Hmm. I know I've played olive groves several times when you get into the Sicilian thing. And yeah, the, right. That whole I would expect British, to, to Italian, find or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, sir, is Terrain Time That's slash Cruise Show. You did it. You wrapped it up. Everything <sighs> you'd want to know. Next up. Right there. Because if you've noticed, we're going in order. Yes. Next up would be Grain. Marsh, crag, graveyard, and then it gets complicated. Gullies and streams. Ah, down the gully. All right. Well, very good stuff. Good basic stuff there. Even though it's basic, there's a lot of little details in there that we are apt to forget. There is. I'm using the the royal we. Yes. As in we. And if we, we plan this show better wouldn't we have covered all that basic stuff in the first couple episodes yeah probably in the yeah well, I didn't. four years or five years ago yeah yeah we started with i don't know we started in the middle like and worked our way in something. circles <laughs> yeah kind of crazy but that's okay so that's it that's what uh that's what makes us so attractive well thanks everybody for listening yes. I, are we gonna wrap it up now i think so well dave we are wrapping up another year another year gone 2014 was a good one. Another year older. Yeah. We got a lot to do next year, though. Defeat ISIS. Well, <laughs> I think more more in relation to advanced squad leader, maybe. Conquer racial discrimination in Ferguson. Well, you've got a bigger uh, docket than I do. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Dave. Happy New Year, listeners. Happy New Year, listeners. And uh, peace on Earth. Be nice to your neighbors and your family. Hug your dog. Pine trees to all. Pine trees. And we'll hope you'll join us next year pine for another tree, exciting series tree, of episodes. Pine tree, pine tree, pine tree, pine tree. It's kind of catchy. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks for watching.
Let's hear it again. <laughs> Are we still on? We're still on. Would you like a little Knob Creek? Oh, sure. Right before Why I drive not? home. Yeah. You'll get home quicker. All right, everybody. You'll, you'll get home quicker this way. You'll wake up and you'll think, wow, I didn't even know I was driving. Uh, happy New Year, everybody. Happy New happy Year, guy. New Year. Happy New Year, uh, Piano Man. Piano Man, thanks for coming in tonight. You've done good. Caledonian Highlander Bagpipe Orchestra. Thanks. thanks for your help. Thanks to MMP. Thanks for all of your support. Keep those game donations coming. Clink. And drink. Here's to a beautiful 2015, people. Drive safely. Keep your tanks in your pants. You're welcome. <laughs>